I'm Michael Malley, and this is Michael the Storyteller Tells Tales. If you hear that barking in the background, those are our two dogs, Coco and Cookie. That's our fifth and sixth dog. I had a couple of dogs when I was a kiddo, and <clears throat> we've had four dogs since I've been an adult. I love dogs. I've never had cats. I like cats, but I don't know cats as well as I know dogs. And if you have pets in your life, Dogs, cats, salamanders, you, you might have stories, stories about them. I'd like to tell you a little bit about my third and fourth dog. Uh, these were the first two dogs that we got um, when I was a grown-up, when I was an adult. And the third dog we got was a, he was a lab boxer mix. He was the sweetest dog in the world, black with white spots. And our eldest daughter, she was about 10 when we got him, and she named him Oreo, after the Oreo cookie, because he was black and white. And then a couple years later, we got another dog. Uh, she was a smaller one. She, she looked like a, like a uh, small German shepherd, so she was kind of a shepherd mix. And when we got that dog, my brother-in-law, he was in his early 20s at the time, and he took a look and he said, so what are you going to do, call this one Snickers? So we did. And so we had Oreo and Snickers. You can see the trend continues. We now have Cocoa and Cookie. But anyway, back to Oreo and Snickers. Those two, my sister used to describe them as, as kind of like an old married couple. They'd kind of hang out together and growl at each other occasionally and, and enjoy each other as well. Um, I'd, I'd take a stick, throw a stick in the yard, and, and um, Oreo would grab it and then and then Snickers, who was much smaller, she would grab it too and they'd, they'd be running. It reminded me of a scene from Ben-Hur with the horses and the chariot there running together. Um, and when we first got Snickers, uh, around that time, um, we had a family reunion. And one of, um, one of my wife's cousins came in from out of state. He was, he was a rural guy. And... He took a look at Snickers and he said, oh, I see you got yourself a squirrel hunting dog. And I pretty much assumed that he was just messing with me. I'm a, I'm a city guy. I wouldn't, never heard of anything called a squirrel hunting dog or anything like that. But after, after he had left, I went and looked on the internet. I think we call it the World Wide Web at that point. But I went and I looked and I looked for, uh, I looked up squirrel hunting dog. And there were websites, websites devoted to squirrel hunting dogs, which just amazed me because I didn't even have that term in my, in my mind before this. And then there were pictures. And there wasn't one particular breed, but there were several breeds. But one of the pictures, one of the breeds, one of the pictures that I kept seeing were pictures that looked just like our Snickers. 
And, and so he was not messing with me. We had at least what looked like a squirrel hunting dog. Now, we live in the city, but we kind of at the end of the road, and we're right by the railroad tracks and lots of trees around. And we have lots of squirrels and we have a fenced in triple lot. And I won't go into the details, but there was soon evidence that Snickers was indeed a squirrel hunting dog. And actually, I witnessed this um, on more than one occasion. I, I didn't actually see them catch the squirrels because I would try and dissuade them. I would yell and they'd pause enough that the squirrel could get away. But you would see Oreo and Snickers and they would be coming at a squirrel. And then at the last minute, um, well, not at the last minute, a, a, just a, a bit beforehand, they would split. And neither of them would go at the squirrel. They would split and they would go in two different directions on either side of the squirrel. And it looked like something I had seen this with, with uh, you know, a pack of wolves in, um, in, in, in a nature video when they're hunting for the prey and, and the animals would just split. And I remember thinking, this is amazing. Like, how do they know? I mean, you know, you would think, oh, I see, I see this prey, I'm gonna run right at it. But no, they knew to work as a team and to split and, and to go in these two different directions. And, and then I would yell and this squirrel would kind of awaken to the fact that it was being chased. They would pause for a second, the squirrel would get away, at least on those occasions. But I really wanted to tell you about another story. You know, the, this, 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 this thing of how the two dogs just split like that, that I assume that's wired in. Somehow they just know that, right? These were dogs. These were domestic dogs. They hadn't been trained, but somehow they just knew to to not run at the prey, but to go to the side like that. Um, it reminded that reminded me actually of uh, when I was a kid playing football, and you know, coaches would tell us when you when you see a fellow if you're on defense, you see a fellow in the open field, you don't run at him, you don't run where he is, you run where he's going to be. Now, you run where he's going to be, but we had to be taught that, but the, but the dogs just knew that. Now, I don't know about dogs and their thinking. Of course, I don't know that, but, but, but I, you know, I've had dogs much of my life, and I wonder about it. You know, sometimes you'll see your dog asleep, and, and maybe you've seen your, your dog or a friend's dog when they're asleep, and they start to twitch, and um, sometimes they'll even make a little noise. They're dreaming. They, they, they have... They have imagination. They're able to see things in their mind's eye. That, that to me is astounding, that they, they, they imagine things. Well, I once saw something with, with Oreo and Snickers that, well, I'll just tell you about it. We, we go, oh, about once every three weeks or so, we go up to visit my mom. Um, my dad passed away many years ago, and so we try to get up there often, and we've been doing that for decades now. And, and so when Oreo and Snickers were around, we'd go up every three weeks or so, and they'd love to go see Nana. It's one of their favorite words. If we said Nana, oh, the tails would start wagging, and, you know, they, they were just excited because usually they would go along with us and the children. We would all go up and spend two, three days at Nana's. And so at Nana's things are a little different. You know, we live in a house that's about a hundred years old and, you know, the wind just runs through the house. But when you're at Nana's, her house was, 
Her house is only about 50 some years old and it's, it's, it's well built, you know, it's, it's comfy and cozy. Uh, she has those uh, heaters, the, the heat vents are right along the wall. And, and that was, especially as, old, as Oreo was getting older, that was one of his favorite spots. He would just go and, you know, he would nuzzle his rump uh, what we in the uh, Slovak tradition we call as dupa, we, he, he would nuzzle his rump right up against the, uh, the the heater there, and and his dupa would get nice and warm, and he would just he would just kind of sit there and lay there, and it was in the living room, so he could be with the family. So that was one of his favorite spots. Um, sometimes we'd push him from there if we'd been out sledding, because we put the put the gloves and, and, and hats there so the snow and ice would melt off of them uh, in case we wanted to go out later. But usually, usually that was Oreo's spot. But one day, I saw something different. One day, I was walking, I was kind of walking behind Oreo. Maybe we were coming from the bedroom and we walked down the hall and we walk into the living room, and there is Snickers. And she is all curled up next to that heater, and that hot air is blowing out, and it's about 20 degrees outside, and it's a little bit, you know, there's a little bit of cold coming into the house, but she's got that nice warm spot. And I watched what Oreo did. Oreo walked into that living room, and he looked at Snickers. And the way he looked at her was like, what? I, I can't believe this. I, you're in my spot. Now, he didn't growl. He wasn't, he wasn't a very aggressive dog with Snickers usually, but, but, but he just kind of, he just glowered at her. He just, he just glared at her and he stood there for a moment and she just kind of ignored him and you know, just kind of curled up, maybe turned her head a little bit and enjoyed the heat. He stood there for some seconds. And then he turned and he walked out of the living room and into the kitchen. Now, you need a little background information here. There's, there's a front door, but nobody ever uses the front door. We have a back door at my mom's that goes through the kitchen. So if friends come to the house, if we come to the house, um, anybody's coming by, they're going to come through that back door. And also, that's the door we always let the dogs out. Sometimes they'll hear another dog in the neighborhood or a possum back there, so they'll go back to that back door and, and bark. Or if somebody's coming for a visit, they'll go back to that back door and bark. Well... Here was Oreo. He had been watching Snickers there, just in shock that Snickers would have the audacity to take his special seat by the heater. And he turns and he goes, he just turns and he walks into the kitchen. And there's no noise outside. There's no one coming by. But all of a sudden, Oreo just starts barking, barking, barking at the back door. He stands about halfway in the kitchen, doesn't even go close to the door, just starts barking, barking, barking at the back door. Well, as soon as he does that, Snickers, of course, hops up. She goes running by Oreo, and she starts barking, 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 barking. Well, as soon as Snickers gets up and runs by Oreo, Oreo just slowly turns around, saunters out of the kitchen, walks over, and sits by the heater. 
Meanwhile, Snickers is barking, 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 but Snickers is starting to notice the same thing that we had noticed, that there was nothing to bark at. There was no noise outside. There was no other dog in the neighborhood. Nobody was stopping by. And she's barking. And she's starting to realize there's, there's nothing to bark at. Why am I barking? And, and she stops. And she turns. And then she heads right back around into the living room toward that heater. And she gets there and she looks and she goes, Oh dang. There was Oreo by the heater. Michael Malley, and this has been another episode of Michael the Storyteller Tells Tales.